Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. If you've ever been in the market for a new home, you know home shopping can be a lot. There's so much you don't know and so much you need to know. What are the neighborhoods like? What are the schools like? Who is the agent who knows the listing or neighborhood best? And why can't all this information just be in one place? Well, now it is on homes.com. They've got everything you need to know about the listing itself. But even better, they've got comprehensive neighborhood guides and detailed reports about local schools. And their agent directory helps you see the agent's current listings and sales history. Homes.com collaboration tools make it easier than ever to share all this information with your family. It's a whole cul-de-sac of home shopping information, all at your fingertips. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Friday, September 23rd, and we are here answering your financial questions. If you have something going on in your life, maybe has a couple numbers attached to it. Maybe you would like a second and third opinion. Mark, Mark Talercio, best executive producer in the world. And I, we are both certified financial planners. Uh, we don't, we're not in business doing that. We just have the designations and we are delighted to chat with you. And, you know, one of the things we do like to encourage you to consider is to come on the program with us mostly because it gives us a chance to ask you follow-up questions. And, you know, we're very nosy. And you know that if you come on the show, we're going to ask you about your estate planning. And if you're feeling sheepish about that, don't worry. Maybe we can help you. Maybe we can nudge you a little bit. So that's what I would like to say. So go to the website, jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and we'll be there to answer that question. Question number one is about Series I savings bonds. And the question is, what are the pros and cons with respect to owning them? How are yields calculated? What are the penalties for early redemption? Okay, so the first thing you need to know is all information about I-bonds is available through treasurydirect.gov, treasurydirect.gov. All of your questions will be answered. Generally speaking, let me kind of break this down. An I-bond interest rate is a combination of two rates, a fixed rate and the rate of inflation. Now, the fixed rate is, uh, you know, an annual rate. The inflation rate can and usually does change every six months. And it's based on the consumer price index, one part of the consumer price index. When you combine the two numbers, you ready for this? Right now. The composite rate is 9.62%. I mean, it's breathtaking. It really is. And so what you're going to find, that rate is good through October. May 2022 through October 2022, it's 9.62%. And it, guess what? It's probably going to be higher in the next round when they, re, when they recalculate the interest. 
Okay. So that's the interest part. Next, if you want to buy the I bond, you have to do it directly at the site that I just mentioned. You can buy the I bond through electronic and the electronic online program. There's, there's a paper form. Don't do it. Just do the electronic and it's a pain in the ass. Okay. In a calendar year, you can acquire $10,000 in electronic I-bonds per person. If you hold the I-bond, you have to know that essentially you have a five-year holding period, but really it's one year. If you sell it after a year, there's a little whack in terms of your interest rate. So that's kind of the way these work. They're amazing at this moment because inflation's popping up. This bond will earn interest until uh, for 30 years or whenever you cash them in, whatever comes first. So it could be that you hold it for a while, but you don't have to. Okay. So it's really, it's sort of like a five-year deal, but it's really one year essentially. So after, after a year, if you cash it in, you lose the last three months of interest until the fifth year. Okay. Treasurydirect.gov. Mark, would you like to make your pitch about how patient you must be to buy an I-bond? It definitely tests your patience. It is just a very clunky and not user-friendly website. But, you know, when the interest is that high, you kind of do what you got to do. Exactly. Exactly right. Okay. Next, this is from Douglas. Douglas says he and his wife are both retired and they've got defined benefit pensions. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. They're drawing social security and they've got Vanguard IRAs worth $1.4 million. Oh, this is so funny. Here's a question about credit scores. He says, when we were younger and both working, we paid our monthly mortgage, our credit score was 785. When we retired, we had accumulated enough money to pay cash for our retirement condo. We pay all our bills on time. We only, Our only outstanding loan is a car lease agreement. We also keep credit expenses below 10%, 10% below their credit limit. Now their credit score has dropped to 715. <laughs> all right, they don't need loans. Well, then so what? Who cares? I mean, so what? It dropped down because you're not paying, uh, you, you know, part of the calculation is about, you know, are you a good payer? Now you don't pay. You don't really have anything to pay. Who cares, Douglas? You don't need the, you don't need a loan. Okay. Next question. It is from Stanley. And he says, this topic is a puzzler. And I can tell you like difficult puzzles. All right, here we go. My mother-in-law has been working with a financial advisor who has placed her into some questionable and overly complex investments. I can't stand this. Like anything that's complex, it's almost, you know, it's it's like the the red flag is really about complexity. If it's like you can't explain it to your 10-year-old, you probably shouldn't actually own it. Okay. Stanley's trying to help her unravel these products and try to come up with a better plan of action. Things like roll your IRA full of 18 exchange traded funds over to Vanguard into a few simple index funds. However, there is a 10-year-old non-qualified account with an annuity. So there's an old annuity. It's non-qualified, non-retirement. The challenge for my mother-in-law is the best way to get out of the annuity while minimizing the capital gains. I'm not sure how to best help her. Well, first of all, there is no capital gain. It's all income. 
so remember, that's one of the downsides of an annuity, which is you convert appreciation or capital gain into ordinary income. What do I mean by that? That was like a, a thing I say, and it, it means a lot to me and means nothing to many of you. Normally, if you, let's just say your mother-in-law bought, uh, put $50,000 into an index fund. And today that $50,000, you know, 10 years later is worth $100,000. The $50,000 that she has made, the gain is taxed as a long-term capital gain. Okay. And that capital gain rate is based on her income. So if she is single um, and she makes, say, between 40, let's, I'm going to just, you know, 42 and $460,000, 15% capital gain. Hmm, sounds pretty good, right? Let's just pretend mom's making 100 grand a year. So 15% capital gain. That's it. Now, let's move into you put $50,000 into a non qualified annuity. It's now worth $100,000. The $50,000 of gain that comes out is now piled into ordinary income tax. Let's just pretend she had $100,000 of income and she's single. That extra 50 now gets taxed at 24%. What a freaking loser bet, right? So here's a few things to consider. Number one, how is her cash flow? Maybe she should annuitize the contract and just get some cash flow out of it. And then we'll spread her tax liability out over a period of time. Number two is if she's in a very low tax bracket, she can just start taking some chunks out to keep her in a lower tax bracket for a longer period of time. That's a possibility. We need to know what is her tax bracket and does she have cash flow? All those things are important. And if you want, we would love to have you on the show and we would walk you through each aspect of the complexity that we think you ought to be considering. Okay, good. I love this headline. This is from Lisa, and here's the subject. I would be grateful for a look-see by Auntie Jill and Uncle Mark. You see how you've, now you're so old, you're Uncle Mark. Okay, hello, Jill and Mark. I absolutely love your show. You're almost guaranteed me covering your email on the air if you start the email like that. Okay, Lisa says, I listen daily. I've been a fan for years. I'm 63 divorced, planning to work until my age 70, and maybe even past that. I'd like your opinion on what I could or should be doing differently now to ensure the best financial outcome. Here are the questions. Should I be putting contributions into a Roth 401k instead of the traditional? Oh boy, we don't have, I know we're not gonna have enough information because I don't know what your income is, but okay. Then the next question is, should I be doing in-service conversions from 401k to Roth? Should I be saving less in retirement accounts and have more cash on hand? Any other thoughts from your two? She says, brilliant. I'll just say two, two minds on what I should be doing would be appreciated. I have all of the pertinent information gathered. Oh, well, okay. Send us your information. In general, as you think about retirement, we would really appreciate to know how much money you have cash on hand. Maybe the Roth makes sense. Maybe it doesn't. I mean, because you are 63, converting it now would allow you to have the the beauty of having that money taxed already and then not having it subject to required minimum distribution. So we need a little more information. Send it along. Come on the show. We'll have so much fun. I promise. Okay, that's it. It's Friday. Uh, oh, Mark, 
here's something that's important. Just remind me. Uh, I knew I had something else to tell you because this weekend, Sunday, is the Jewish New Year. I'm working on Monday. It's bad. You know, we're, it's a big period of time for Jewish people who are celebrating these 10 days, the days of all the big high holidays. So if you are uh, contemplating that, go out and get your challah now. And uh, I hope you're making lots of soup. That would be great. Uh, if you live in New York, what do you think is the best matzo ball soup to be purchased in New York City? This is a big conversation that we recently had. So weigh in on that. Otherwise, um, do let us know if we can help you out. You can just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the Contact Us button. Come on the air with us. It's so much more fun. While you're on the website, don't forget you can pre-order the new book. It's so easy to do. It's Friday. That's our day of business. Our music is composed by the Parisian Joel Goodman. Mark Telercio is our executive producer, my executive producer of life. We are distributed by Cadence 13. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Grit, growth, grace. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity, forming strong teams to support them. Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students.